Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio ZSL Podcast. Man, I just want to give a shout out to everyone out there in the world who is supporting the podcast. My goodness gracious. I cannot remember the last time. I think there was only one other time in my podcast history where I had such an unbelievable play clown. Like a play clown over the last, like download count over the last couple of weeks. Like I remember, oh my God, it had to happen probably in the last year where everything was very high, but considering that we're in the four digits in terms of downloads a day consistently over the last two weeks, boy, it goes to show you, goes to show you, man, a lot of people are understanding that I am the god of everything. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I just want to say, man, guys, thank you so much. There are just so many different people around the world. You know, when you get into Asuncion, I'm talking Paraguay, when you get people from Paraguay listening to you, man. I don't think I've ever met anyone from Paraguay. So I am so, so, so grateful for all of you who are listening to me. And today, we have a little bit of discussion in terms of uh, having a couple of chatty people. So we're going to be listening to an extract from, uh, let's just say, the accidental tourist. And there's going to be a situation where this guy finds himself sitting to someone who's a little bit obese, okay? We're going to hear this situation, all right? Because again, you guys probably have seen a lot of the news lately, you know, in terms of America, they are charging uh, double the price for people who are obese. And I'm just like, well, there are a lot of people who are obese in the United States. And so, damn, I I don't know what's going on, you know? But uh, nonetheless, let's listen to this audio. Let's break it down. And then I have a question for you. That's exactly what we're going to be getting into. So here we go. Wow. (laughs) Huh? Oh boy, here we go. Oh, what? No way. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Okay, first and foremost, this guy ends up coming across a guy that reads his book. And then this guy knows that he's a little bit of an annoyance. He's like, oh, I see you have your book for protection. Meaning for the person who's a little bit too chatty on the plane, but it did not work. Nice plan. So 
my question to all of you, obviously the overweight whole thing is not an issue whatsoever. So let's just bomb that. But have you guys ever, have you got, and I mean, have you got, what are the advantages of having someone chat to you like during a long journey? All right. That's a big question. And I love it because Man, per episode, I would get probably about 100 different countries. So every country is different. If you guys have ever traveled to the United States, that's one thing I miss about America. I don't know if it's the same. I think people are very maybe sarcastic now considering the state of affairs in America and the people who just hate one another for all ridiculous reasons. But back when I used to travel, you know, around the states and stuff like that, there were women who I would strike up conversations with and befriended, you know, back in my college days. And, you know, when I traveled to Arizona, I was terrified of the, of the weather, uh, you know, inclement that was happening at the time. And this African-American woman who had just come for a little party over the weekend uh, from Phoenix, Arizona, calmed me down flying back to Phoenix. And I spoke to her the entire time. And she was one of those women. I said, man, I hope I really do a good job when I actually, you know, move out there to, you know, Thailand. She's like, you're going to be a phenomenal teacher. Uh, I believe this was March, as a matter of fact. This is March of 2013, because I know the month later, it was April, okay? And to be honest with you, I haven't, well, of course, I met a lot of different people who came from so many different walks of life and stuff like that, befriended them and whatnot. But, you know, I think one of the crazy, okay, so with that being said, I'm pretty sure... In Asian culture, I'm talking all of Asia. I don't know so much about Central Asia. So Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, I do, Tajikistan, I don't know so much about you guys. Uh, Mongolia, I don't know so much about you guys. Uh, but I know, especially in Asia, it's always like, okay, all right, just, you know, don't talk to people so much and do this and do that. Or, you know, just, uh, you're never going to befriend anyone on the plane. It's kind of like if you're flying in Korea. I got people who listen to me in Seoul. Busan, different parts of Korea, all different parts. Boy, could you imagine if you were sitting on the plane and someone just started talking to you, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You guys would probably be so offended as a lot of people are. Now, African-Americans, okay, out there in America, I'm probably not, okay, and it's so funny, ironic that I'm saying that considering the goddamn story I just gave you about me having the most ultra-friendly woman who called me down for a, about a 45-minute flight. But- African-Americans, if you're flying, of course, from what this guy had said, Baltimore, you probably don't want to strike up a conversation with those types of folks because I don't blend in with them. I don't have the lingo like them. So then I would be put in a box and say, oh, you're too educated. I'm not going to talk to you. You think you're this. You think you're <laughs> that, that's it's kind of like what it happened. So I don't know what's happening in America right now. But uh, but at the same time, when I flew back uh, via Japan, it was fantastic. You know, I sat down, I realized, oh, my God, we're only going to fly nine hours to get to L.A. And this guy was from Orange County and he was sitting there. I talked to him a little bit, didn't speak to him the next morning, though. So Americans, we are very, you know, we strike up conversations. You know what I mean? Well, I, the last time I was there six years ago, this was before everything had happened in regards to everything that is going on in America right now. Okay, all the craziness that's happening with all these labels, and I hate you because you're from this place. <laughs> you you represent this, and I hate you for this. <laughs> all that ridiculousness. That is what Americans. I don't know what America. I don't know if Americans speak to each other like that anymore, right? 
Uh, I would have to say the most amazing story. And I'm going to give you this right now. And I love speaking about this. God damn it. Italy just scored. It's 2-2 South Africa right now. Women's World Cup. Anyway, so South Africa, you fuck, man, they literally were 15 minutes away. That is very disappointing. Anyway, so let's keep this, keep focus. So the most amazing time I ever happened, oh, that ever happened to me is when I was flying back from Australia the first time back to America. And my friend at the time, Satomi Nakagawa, all right, she's the one that influenced me to travel the first time she visited me from Kyoto, Japan in 2008. I promised her that I would come see her. Sure enough, all apples fell into the perfect basket. And I hurry up and booked the trip to Australia while she was going to Macquarie University in North Sydney. So when I was going back, I was emotional as hell. Boy, I was in stupid love. Oh, I was in stupid love. And I'm not talking about sexy love. I'm not talking about sexy love. I'm talking about Satomi was everything to me. Yet she was kind of like one of those scoundrels who just went all over the place and slept with people. She dropped me off at the airport. I was torn. Okay, for the time I spoke to her, I only spoke to her probably until I think the last email I ever got from her was while I was living in America. I mean, not in America, Australia, early 2012, I believe. Uh, But she dropped me off at the airport. I was torn, man. You know, there are a lot of songs that I couldn't listen to because it always reminded me of her. Again, guys, I was 21. All right. I was a baby. I I was in love. But anyways, so what happened? I was destroyed. I was distraught. I was crying. I was this. I was sad as fuck. I went into instant depression once the Tommy left the airport. So I went into the gate and I'm sitting there and I'm just broken. Or as a matter of fact, no, I think Satomi was there with me. As a matter of fact, she was because she was like, hey, what's going on over there? So I look at these two dudes, okay, Americans, heritage, Caucasian, coolest fucking guys in the world from Orange County. And they were building up a tower of, I think it was shot glasses. And there was a Filipino worker who was actually working at the airport. And she was getting pissed because they were like, she was like, you guys are drinking too much this and that. And they were totally oblivious. They were so fucked. The most charismatic individuals I ever met. And... They had a lot, and it made me feel so better because when she ended up leaving, they realized it, and they realized how sad I was. They were like, hey, man, don't worry. You'll come back, and you'll see her no matter what. And there's always that one or two people in life who say, you are going to go back and see them. You are going to achieve this. You are going to achieve that. It's always those little seeds that ended up being planted within my mind that encouraged me to not give up. And so nonetheless, the most amazing part about this was me and then we ended up befriending one another. We get, we get to the, oh my God, we're boarded. And one guy looked at his ticket. He's like, oh man, I'm telling you, they had to be actors or something, film industry, something. They were like, oh my God, I got a premium economy. So he starts walking over all like, braggadocious like yeah man i got a fucking premium economy ticket and so he walked into another area we're cracking up i'm kind of scared because i'm like well if we laugh too much i don't know if australia's like america but they'll say you're not getting on anyways i get onto the plane and i'm sitting down i believe i had quite a bit to drink too these guys were feeding me they were like here 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 so what ended up happening by the time i get on got onto the plane i had a cup So I wanted to go see one guy that wasn't sitting in premium economy. He had already befriended the Australian lady who he was sitting next to. 
He's like, oh, hey, what's up, Arsenio? The lady, I guess they were already drinking. He just met a lady. They're drinking out of the same bottle. It was amazing. He's like, oh, yeah, the flight attendants told me to, you know, I can't, um, you know, I can't, you know, bring my bottle out and all this other stuff. And so I said, hey, it's okay. Just pour my drink into the cup. So I messaged him. See, back in 2009, B Australia, now known as Virgin Australia, I believe, was um, you could actually message people in different seats. This is back in 2009. America didn't even have fucking United Airlines didn't even have TV screens on the airplanes a year later. United Airlines and American Airlines. Bleh. But anyways, while flying via Australia, I'm over here messaging him. And I saw this girl. I swear I saw this girl. It's the funniest thing in the world. No, it's not my now wife. No. But I looked over to my right and I said, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? I'm 21, young, dumb. You know it. So I messaged the guy and I'm like, hey, there's like this really nice da -da 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 sitting next to me. He's like, dude, message her. If you're messaging me, message her. And so I messaged her that she responded back. And then I looked over and I see her looking around at the seat. I think she looked up at my little carriage and I'm just looking straight and I'm playing, I'm playing it up like, okay, no, yeah, uh-oh, she sees me. I'm not going to say anything. So I looked up my right shoulder. She's looking at me. We smile at each other. I go join her because I saw I saw her originally rocking her head. Agree, like, like, like I don't even know how to what adverb I could use, but she was like rocking her head like she was listening to some some crazy shit. And the next thing you know, she was basically an Aussie with the I don't know if she's from Thailand or 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 Chinese. I have no idea. You know what I mean? But apparently. I do. I don't know, man. She's Aussie. She's Aussie with either Chinese or Thai heritage, right? Let's just put it that way. But next thing you know, uh, she was talking loud, and I think she had taken uh, had taken ecstasy. Me being dumb, I didn't know what it was at the time. Me being what fourteen years later, I still kind of don't know what it is. I just know it makes you go crazy. I guess that's some crazy shit. That's what they take the young people take over there at Coachella. I have no idea. I don't know shit about drugs, guys. I, I swear, I don't know nothing. So anyways, I befriended her. We stayed in touch up until about a couple of years ago. Uh, there are a lot of things that she had messaged me about saying, oh, these people said this and that, man. We Guess what? Both her and I had the same birthday, May 15th. I don't know. When you look at things, considering what happened in Australia, that 2009, as horrible as it was at the beginning when my first love left me for another guy and seeing what ended up happening after that, like me going to Australia, seeing Satomi, befriending a Colombian. Funny now, because I have a lot of students from Colombia. You know, these are all just like foreshadowing in terms of what is happening in my life now, right? Like the influence, the influence of not only Eastern Asia, but Southeast Asia and wanted to come out here to Thailand because I met someone on the plane who had the same birthday as it. What are the odds of getting on a plane and randomly messaging a girl who was sitting in the other row of seats over to my right? Her having the same birthday as I on my first or my second ever international trip going back to Las Vegas. I could tell you, man, I am unbelievably grateful. Uh, not my wife now, she's one of those people, but she's not too street smart. Okay, she doesn't know when people are crazy. 
Okay. See, I know crazy when I see crazy. And it's probably because, you know, I used to be a dental anesthetist assistant. And so I work with people with Tourette's, Down syndrome, this, that. And the people with Tourette's, man, they were they were combative as fuck. Oh my God. Okay. But people with Down syndrome, this, that, they were all wonderful. You know what I mean? But autistic and stuff like that. But I'm like, I remember, <laughs> and I'm gonna give you guys this last one. I love talking. As you guys know. Man, we were coming back from JJ Market for the first time. We were on the train. And we're me and my wife were sitting there, and I obviously know this guy keeps looking at me. And he comes into the other carriage, and my wife is just looking straight at him. And I'm just like, could you you obviously you don't know that like something's a little bit off? I didn't teach her. I, she doesn't have my intuition. And that's okay. I believe that everyone should have my intuition. And that's a really stupid, that's a ridiculous expectation to put on everybody in the world. Okay. But at the time I'm like, don't look at him. She's like, why? He came over and he started speaking to us. There was another nurse who we just met and her mother that was on the train and they were looking over. They were like, why is she talking to him? And, and why? My, but why is she talking to him? She, as in my wife now, before just somewhat of a, eh, and a little, and we were dating, right? Let's put it that way. And she keeps talking, and I'm just like, I'm like, 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 in you know, in African America, you know, I'm saying African America. That's right. We're our own separate entity. We kind of just, we kind of slant our head and we slant our mouth to the other way, and we're kind of like we shake it a little bit. And we kind of wave our hand horizontally towards our neck saying, uh-uh, don't, mm-mm, 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 no, 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 don't, it's, it's the cue, it's the cue, stop speaking, the motherfucker's crazy. So anyways, and she just kept, uh, we got off the train, he kept looking over, and I said, come on, let's walk over here. She's like, why? And she keeps looking, I said, stop looking at him, the dude is crazy, stop, you don't know, and so I had to teach her a lot of things, and again, she's just as talkative as I am, she likes to talk to people at any given time, um, and it's fantastic, it's just you got to know when to talk to folks, talking to a taxi driver through the Grab application is okay, but trying to strike up a conversation with an asshole of a taxi driver is not okay because they could be just total, total assholes. We had, uh, I'm going to be honest, over the last five days, we had some very bad luck in terms of getting just normal taxis. Uh, and that <laughs> either one's waving us off or one doesn't give us our money back in terms of, it was only like probably about, I don't know, like 60, but 30 cents or something like that. But still, it's the principle. Uh, actually, it was about 66 cents. But anyway, so with that being said, I believe out here in Asia, the only time I struck up a conversation was when obviously I was moving to here, you know, uh, to Thailand 10 years ago. I met a Japanese author and a Singaporean student who just graduated from UCLA. And another amazing time was back in 2019, flying from Ho Chi Minh City to Bangkok Airport. I met two young cats, two Vietnamese. The Vietnamese are the most amazing individuals. I swear, they're like my best friends. And that was nuts because I never thought we would strike up a conversation like that. They were visiting Bangkok for the first time. I gave, well, one had been here before and stuff like that, but I was giving them all these different details and stuff like that. But man, it was truly 
remarkable because it doesn't happen too often out here in Asia. You're not going to be able to strike up a conversation with someone from possibly Malaysia, like myself, probably very, very rare. Okay, Malaysia's just that not that type of country. Uh, Singapore, to be honest with you, I just don't know. I've never flown to Taiwan. Uh, Hong Kong, I did meet a couple of folks in Hong Kong. Hong Kong ain't too bad, except the airport. Now, I don't think I can fly back to Hong Kong. They'll try to uh, arrest me just for being black, you know. And so uh, there are a couple of other places. Uh, you know, the, the Myanmar, they're cool folks, you know. But again, in terms of flying on airplanes, I kind of just... I, I don't really speak to Thai folks like that. You know, in Thailand, everyone just keeps to themselves. The only time that I saw Thai people not keep to themselves was when I was flying from Laos to Bangkok and I flew with this Brazilian girl who I just met. She was a model. By the time she got up, who was she was sitting like two rows in front of me. You know, it was so funny. She like had befriended this Thai woman. She's like, oh my God, yeah, you're so beautiful. That's why I did it. It was the funniest thing in the world. And I was like, oh my God, well, of course. And again, considering her being Brazilian, everything absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, huh, doesn't happen too often in Thailand. I could tell you that. Vietnam, I guess I got lucky. Flying to Vietnam, no. Coming back, no. First time I went to Vietnam, I wanted to punch the shit out of like two newlyweds. They were the most ignorant motherfuckers on the planet, laughing and acting ridiculous. Man, it, sounded, it felt like a spirit airline. I've never even flown spirit. I just heard a lot of bad stories about it. Like, it was like flying the most ghetto airline in the world. And you had these two newlyweds who were just acting like absolute animals. It was ridiculous. And so, <laughs> other than that, you know, you're not going to just, I don't know. Maybe, you, maybe I could get lucky, but it's not as prevalent as it is in America. In America, you can meet folks, and boy, it's an amazing time in a short amount of time. But here in Thailand, not so much. Not so much. So with that being said, guys, I had to share those stories with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Business English Podcast. And we're going to be diving into some more stuff again. I need to get back on track with doing these, and I'm going to be doing some working across cultures coming up real soon. So stay tuned for that. I'm your host, as always, over and out.